0: We're in an age where the pace of life and the rate of change are rapidly accelerating. We're immersed in sensory input that, for many, is bordering on overload. Just keeping up with the constant flow of news through the media or emails or Facebook conversations consume vital space, time and energy. We tend to be eager to get on with the next new thing and tend to see things in small units of time that are hinged right around this very moment without regard for the long term. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Apostles, and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. It's an age of expediency and it can be very costly. The state of immediate gratification, of instant results, of feeling good right now can be a, a block to long-term sustainability and success in our life, our business, and indeed, our planet. I, I was recently in the center of Australia. Having visited Uluru, or Ayers Rock, as the white folks call it, I got some big hits of perspective. Now, this heritage-listed sandstone structure is an iconic Australian landmark and untold thousands of people from around the world flood to view its magnificence at sunrise and sunset and to walk around its base and to scale its, uh, its shiny surface and make it to the top. So I went to the rock with the goal of climbing this monolith. Now, it would be another tick off my bucket list of things to do in my accomplishment-driven life. I, I was looking forward to racing out to the rock and conquering it as soon as I could, could after arrival. But as fate would have it, the group of friends I was with, were with decided to spend the first couple of days exploring the surrounding desert and taking in some of the Aboriginal cultural sites. So throughout the next couple of days, we were within sight of my goal from a number of different vantage points, we could see the rock. The rock was there, but it was, and there was something within it that started to shift in me though. My perspective was shifting. And the more we learned about this ancient animistic viewpoint of the Aboriginal culture, the more I appreciated the richness of this knowledge and the deep spiritual foundation that the step back in time as we were instructed on the Aboriginal knowledge of the outback's unpolluted night sky was amazing. And it's like all worlds came together. We were viewing light as we gaze up into the, into the unpolluted sky. We are viewing light that was hitting our eyes in the moment, but in fact it was admitted millions of years ago and then made its journey from that star that was was burning up and at the speed of life across the heavens to finally grace us with its presence now and the stories that have been told within the last 40 to fifty thousand years by the Aboriginals and relative to these stars relative to the constellations um, and not just stories of of uh, happy times or of uh, uh, certain animals, which they certainly made representations in the, in the celestial clusters. But the navigational uh, skills that they developed, the ways in which they could tell where they were in the countryside, and, and the stories that go with that, that are uh, deeply, deeply entrenched in the, um, the cultural history of this, of this ancient race. And how it has very very practical, pragmatic um, it ha- uh, references. It ha- it has a, a sense of um, ethics and jurisprudence, and and there's stories within this, the consolations of how to conduct oneself in society. And there's there's a, a, a richness that is there all around us, but for. Us as foreigners to that, we hadn't realised it. And so we realised, I guess, how small and insignificant we are in the universal scheme of things. And I felt a shift in me as I immersed myself in the history of the Aboriginals that they revealed in these stories and metaphors and feeling the energy of the sacred sites was palpable And and I resonated with their feelings of the oneness of all, the animistic... Recognition that we are all one; we're all one of one energy, and I couldn't help but think how advanced their culture is. It fully embraces the concepts of cutting-edge quantum physics. Their notion that a universal wisdom is within all matter and it gives to matter its form and function and resonates so strongly with me. The 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 innate wisdom is not a secret to the Australian Aboriginals, having an appreciation of this the oldest culture on this planet, has caused me to take a different perspective on life that's mine. It, it has slowed down time. The three days have seemed like three weeks. It, it has been a humbling and enlightening experience. Now, the word perspective is derived from its Latin root meaning look through or perceive. This trip has caused me to look through a different lens. So getting above one's life and looking down on one's actions and behaviors it can be very useful exercise. So the trip has afforded me this perspective. By the time we got to go to Iluru, I was looking from a different vantage point. No longer was this hill or mountain something to be conquered. No longer did I need to walk all over it to stamp my authority on it. No longer did I think that I had to rate the accomplishments in my life by this feat. The, the respect and reverence of the Aboriginals for the sacred site became infused within me. There was, a, there was no longer an urge to climb Uluru. I was quite happy to be the observer, to reflect on the richness of this primitive and in some ways evolved culture and its mindful ways of engaging with its environment. See, it's got me thinking on how many of my activities are not consistent with this perspective. Maybe you, like me, could let go of reactive expediency in favour of what is right. You could ask, does this really matter? What impact will this have on the big scheme of things? Is this battle worth fighting? And am I majoring in minors? Am I seeking immediate gratification? My grandmother used to say, the hurriedier I go, the more behind I get. Now, despite the spelling and the grammar, I think that th- this message is well worth considering in our fast-paced world. So as I flew home, I took the time to look out the window and, and take in the view from the 35,000 feet instead of just burying my face in my computer and, and my notes of the next workshop I was giving. This, this perspective is a wonderful place to consider the happenings and the events of the world from a detached perspective. So I committed to be more cognizant of the perspective, to, to question my actions, even if I think that they are a right, even if I am certain, in fact, especially if I am certain. So long-term sustainability and success in life, business, and indeed our planet may well be dependent on us taking a step back and up and assessing what's important from a state of perspective. Looking inside of our brain is a great place to see the innate wisdom of completeness and wholeness at work. There've been an interrelated theme in the past three editions here, and and to summarise them, I would say this. It is essential for us to embrace all states as shown in the innate model. We, We looked at the importance of reaching out to the future and trusting the flashes that present themselves when we surrender to a bigger source. When we embrace the notions that flood in, when we use our brain as a receiver of the infinite field of information in which we are bathed, it's humbling, it's insightful. So foresight is essential to creative thinking and the process of future-proofing our life. This quadrant one activity transports us to the land of possibilities and, and potential and equips us with the drivers to seek that which is waiting for us. Now hindsight is essential, as a quadrant two check from the past experience. For our survival, we want to ensure that we're not walking innocently into a threatening situation. Our past collection of references will always alert us to problems and threats and, and, and is working to make sure that we won't get hurt. The challenge in life is to listen to the warnings and then make sure that they are questioned as to their validity in the present time. They may have been very necessary back then, but may have a relevance now, uh, which is uh, or could be questioned. And so we still need to hear them and act as if now is back then, if it's appropriate. But oftentimes it's not. So it's about being aware of the message that we're getting from our hunches and from our our survival-related instincts. So a healthy dose of caution is appropriate, but to live according to past evidence inhibits growth. An evidence-based life would stop fun, stop progression. So look in the rear-vision mirror from time to time, but don't drive looking at it all the time. Inside is our quadrant three part where we use the stillness of the present time to immerse ourselves in our art and become the artist, become the subject, become one with all. We we look in and see the beauty of the now. We're grateful for the smallest of things and don't get distracted by the urgent and the unimportant. This is where we do our best work, consistent with the vision and modified by the references from the past. This brings us the big overview of perspective. This is driven by our lack of attachment with stuff and a willingness to elevate and observe the big picture. In our quadrant four part, we can reinvent ourselves and the things that we do and start to imagine them in a new form, which gets the foresight, excited in anticipation of a new adventure in imagination. So this innate observation of how we develop perspective will serve you well in every area of your life and business, rendering you the ability to deliver way in excess of the average person. So be conscious of the bigness of all. Be aware that your beliefs are constructed and therefore can change. We Be respectful of the unseen. It's all around us, it's all through us, and it's all knowing. And be present in what you're doing. Be one with the thing. Be one with whatever your focus of your artistry is. And above all, enjoy the journey. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.